Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Special edition, Hello, world. This is a part of our Get a Life series. We all need to do that. As well as the Win series. What's important now? Some things that you thought were important yesterday really meant nothing. In fact, so much of our life is like that, and we're going to talk about it today. We'll be back in just 60 seconds after this message with Get a Life, The Christian Walk. Stay tuned. As always, so very grateful to this radio station for carrying Hello World. Normally heard Monday through Friday at this time, news, information, and comment relative to the Christian. And every now and then, special edition, as we travel around America speaking once or twice a month, we'll miss a day here or there. And I have some things on my heart that I really want to share with you and can't do in a regular program. So we have this new program called Hello World Special Edition. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for supporting Greg Patton Ministries. We're out of the Cross Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I have been privileged to pastor there for the last, well, going on 35 years now. God is blessed mightily. And we're so grateful to Southwest Radio Church. My goodness, it's been almost 90 years, oldest broadcast of its kind in the country. I'm just privileged to be able to do all of these things. Thank you, the listener for your support in so many, many ways. We love you. Hey, as we get started, let me ask you, have you ever heard this one? You can't shack up with the devil and expect the Lord to pay the rent. Think about that. So are you on the right path? I was in evangelism for so many years, and uh, we were headed to Kokomo, Indiana, Grace Baptist Church on a Sunday morning. Big church, going to be a Big opportunity for us, new in the ministry, preaching in Sunday school, preaching in the worship service again Sunday night. I was so excited. We loaded all the family into that Oldsmobile, (laughs) my original rust bucket running on faith and fabric, and we headed out of Fort Wayne to head to Kokomo. Now, you men will be able to identify with this because somewhere along the line, I was not listening to my wife. Men have a terrible time listening and taking directions or stopping asking directions. Somewhere along the line, I headed left instead of right down a very important state road, and boy, we were so many miles down that road when I discovered, I think we're headed in the wrong direction. We turned that old buggy around, and (laughs) I know I was breaking the law. I must have been hitting 80, 90 miles an hour. Was that possible? I remember several times the kids, as we went over those humps, hitting the ceiling of the car. It was awful. There was a lesson there for me, by the way. Rolled into the parking lot two minutes to go before what I thought was the start of Sunday school. The parking lot is empty. And then this one gentleman arrived in his truck, and I said, Is there something wrong? Where is everybody? Oh, they'll be coming, Brother Patton. It doesn't start for a half hour yet. Oh, boy. Have you traveled down the wrong trail (laughs) before? Oh, I did it, my friend. Maybe sometimes you've wondered if you were going the right way in your Christian walk. If knowing about turning right instead of left is all that important, just think about your daily life and how important a correct path is there. 
It's a complex world. We have so many obstacles out there today, so many deceptive ideas. The liar is working overtime. Even your own desires get in the way. Your dreams get in the way. Your plans might cause you to veer off track for the course God has set for you. How much better would it be to trust and follow your Savior who died to rescue from sin and and give you an abundant life? John 10.10, God said he not only came to give you life, he came to give you abundant life. Are you enjoying that today? Are you on the path that the Lord has prepared for you today? Or have you decided maybe I can do it better and now you're directing your own path? One of the best passages in the Word of God about divine guidance can be found in the 32nd Psalm. Verses 8 and 9, it it contains a major promise, and it also has a warning there. God said, I'm going to instruct you and teach you in the way in which you should go. I will advise you. My eye is upon you. Do not be like the horse or like the mule. They have no understanding. Their trappings include bit and bridle to hold them back in check. Otherwise, they will not come near to you. You know, sometimes it may feel as if the path ahead is uncharted. After all, you've never been this way before. You've never been alive. This is a new day for you today. You've never been here before. You have your own calling, and you're uniquely made in God's image, my friend. And all of his children are that way. However, you're not the first person, you know, to walk with the Lord. And though the world has changed, the human condition has not. Not at all. God has not changed according to Hebrews 13, 8. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And many faithful believers have gone on before you, and you know that's true, and we can learn from their examples. You can find that in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. I've always found it to be a tremendous comfort knowing that the Lord is always with us on this journey of life. He gives us company of his saints as we go along this path. For as long as you and I are on this earth, He will be there faithfully guiding us, taking us by the hand through every circumstance in life. Don't ever forget that. And afterwards, he'll receive each of us with open arms into his glory, according to Psalm 73, 23 and 24. And to appreciate what blessings he offers you. And you know, we need to stop now and then, stop, look, and listen. Listen especially of how he'll lovingly guide our lives. Number one. God does carefully watch over you. Lord, you have searched me and you have known me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You scrutinize my path and my lying down, and you're acquainted with all of my ways. That's Psalm 139, the first three verses. You know, God knows you better than you know yourself. Have you learned that lesson yet? Which means he's more qualified than you are to guide your life. He does a better job than you do. With all of your weaknesses, he's familiar really with every facet of your personality, and he takes all of these things into account as he directs your steps. And then the Lord always chooses what is best for you. We know this in our minds, don't we? I mean, I can get that. I can get my mind around that. But sometimes we we look around and we doubt that the path we're on could possibly be the best thing. There's got to be a better way. That's where we usually get in trouble. Suffering is there, illness is there, loss of some sort, you have trouble, life doesn't treat you fairly, hardship certainly doesn't seem to be good for us. My life verse is Romans 8.28, all things work together for good to them that love God, to the called 
according to its purpose. How does that work? Only God knows for sure. You know, we need to remember the words of the psalmist, and this is an important one. Psalm 119.71, if you've missed it all so far, write this one down, my friend. It is good for me that I was afflicted so that I may learn your statutes. Hey, when times are tough, and they're that way a lot for the Christian, God's plan is still good. It's a great plan. God hasn't failed you. Oh, no. It is what? Good that I was afflicted? You know, the Lord chooses experience for each one of us. It's a spe- I don't know how he does that. I stop and think about that. Millions of Christians around the world, and yet he has you in his eyes. You're the apple of his eye. He chooses experiences that work for us in his eternal purpose of making us more like Jesus. Don't you want that? The question isn't whether he is the right path, but whether you'll trust him in the midst of all oh, those dark places, those deep valleys, those dangerous passages of life, the rough, tough terrain. Wherever you are today, your life right now, the Lord is right there with you today. He's guiding you now. He's strengthening you now as you walk through that thing. God provides, and and this is an important point, everything you'll ever need as you follow him. His power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. 2 Peter 1.3 The Lord gives strength when you're weary. The Lord gives strength when you're discouraged. He gives you comfort in your loneliness. He gives wisdom when you lack understanding. You know, there's no other guide on the face of the earth that can do this all the time, like God can. And you'll find it on no other path but God's path. His grace is sufficient for every need and every situation in your life. How you doing so far? You know, God is with you in his word. It says so, and I memorized this on the first verses when I got saved, Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Perhaps the reason that we don't sense the Lord's guidance, and this is a very important point. The reason we don't sense the Lord's guidance is because I don't think we're looking for it. Or maybe we're just looking in all the wrong places. The best way to recognize his direction is through consistent reading of the Word of God, to be in prayer, especially for others, every day, to be serving mankind in and out of the local church. That's, that's so important. Fellowshipping with other believers. I need you. Wherever you are in this part of the country listening to this program today, it's true. Get yourself around some solid Bible-believing Christians and then make sure that you're in a good, solid, Bible-believing church. You know, that's where you're going to find his voice, as well as those examples, those stories of saints who've gone before you. The more familiar you become with the Word of God, you'll be better able to perceive his leading in your life. And here's a very powerful thought. The Lord is more than willing. The Lord is more than able. Willing and able to guide you on the best path in your life if you'll just heed his directions and follow where he's leading you. But a stubborn old flesh, that only makes the journey so much harder in life. Hey, just joined us? Thank you. 
You're listening to a special edition of Hello World. I'm Greg Patton, your host. Normally news, information, and comment every day at this time, Monday through Friday. But God has laid some things on my heart as of late. And with our schedule getting here, there, and everywhere across the country, every now and then we're going to bring you a special program and challenge you from the Holy Word of God. And may we say thank you. Thank you for listening every day at this time. Thank you for telling others about the broadcast. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for those of you who can and willingly do support Greg Patton Ministries out of the Cross Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We are honored to have you being a part of this ministry, my friend. God bless you so very, very much. And now, what else? The key to following your Lord is developing a humble, teachable spirit that's willing to submit to Him at every stage of the journey. Remember, He alone knows that trail you're on, and He'll never ever lead you astray. The real you, the real life, the real path, are you on it? Someone said this once about the devil, and I do an awful lot of work against him and his cohorts in our work in the spirit world. You can't shack up with the devil and expect God to pay the rent. I want to give you a, a quick lesson in this Get a Life series on the Christian walk. How is life different today than it was before you came to know Christ as Savior? Are you cleaning your life up, or are you allowing God to direct your path? You know, the Christian walk involves Christ-likeness. Christians are people who follow Jesus. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked, 1 John 2.6. And speaking of suffering, Peter said, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps, 1 Peter 2.21. Believers have God the Holy Spirit in them, and he will lead them in the way they should go. The Christian walk, Christ-likeness. The Christian walk, righteousness. Romans 8.4 explains God's purpose that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. When we walk by the Spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh, Galatians 5.16. So the Christian walk requires saying no and no and no again to the lust of the flesh. The Christian walk should be characterized by good works, according to Ephesians 2.10. The Christian walk involves obedience. It really is the very best way to show that you believe. The Apostle John taught that we show our love for God as we walk in obedience to His commandments. 2 John 1, 16, John 14, 15. There are so many paths open to us as we travel through this life, but God's commandments direct us away from the bad paths, the detours, and on to a life that's Christ-like. Psalm 16, 11. God's Word, the Bible, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path again. That's Psalm 119, 105. Mark it down. The Christian walk involves faith, doesn't it? 2 Corinthians 5, 7 teaches, For we walk by faith, not by sight. This is a foundational truth for every believer listening to the program today. We live in light of eternity. We focus on unseen realities such as Jesus and the rewards of heaven to come. We live according to what God has revealed to us rather than trust our own understanding. That would be Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not 
to thy own understanding and all thy ways you acknowledge him and he will do what he promises it. He'll direct your path. And the Christian walk involves a new way of thinking, doesn't it? When we follow Jesus Christ, we put away the old ways. We embrace that new. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. Paul said, Ephesians 4.17, the command for those on the Christian walk is, hey, we're to be renewed in the spirit of your mind and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24. And then the uh, Christian walk involves uh, being in concert with God. Our character should match up to that of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3, lists some of the qualities that will result. You'll walk in a manner that is worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Wow. Some of that stuff is really hard, isn't it? Sometimes it's hard for you to be humble. It's hard for you to be gentle. Most Christians struggle with patience. Yeah. But if you want to be like Jesus, you got to have all those things in your life. Yeah. Are you working on it? You know, in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 10, 11, and 12, it talks about uh, walking worthy, and it's tied to four personal characteristics that you want to take note of today, my friend. Four personal characteristics, walking with God. Number one, whatever you are doing, you need to be fruitful in every good work. Are you serving today? Are you in a good church today? And what are you doing there? I believe every member is a minister. Sure, get in there and do something for Jesus. We need you. Number two, steadily increasing in the knowledge of God. Are you reading your Bible? Our work that we talk about in the area of the demonic, there's something to take note of, my friend. It is important and it is worth repeating. You're having problems. Maybe you have given ground to the enemy and he is roughing you up. Number of things you have to do once you get on the right track, that is you got to be in your Bible every day. You got to be in prayer every day. You need to be attached to and involved in a good Bible-believing church. And whoever is helping you in all of this, counsel-wise, you need to stick real close to him or her. It is so vitally important to win. Otherwise, in a week or two, you're done. You've got to start all over or you quit completely. Steadily increasing in the knowledge of God. Get into the Word, my friend. And then using the power of God to joyfully endure and patiently persevere. There it is again. Something that I've struggled with through my whole Christian walk, being patient. Why do I want it yesterday? And God just keeps working on me. <laughs> Maybe before I die, I'll get there. Using the power of God to joyfully endure and patiently persevere. And then finally, and this should be number one, really, in all things, giving thanks to the Father. He saved your soul. You're going to heaven today instead of hell, I trust. So as a result of that, my friend, how could you be discouraged really about anything? You're going to heaven for all eternity. This walk here is just a, a vapor, so short. Thank God for saving your soul and what he's doing in your life. 
You know, if you're a Christian seeking to walk more closely with Jesus Christ, you need to pray. You need to pray and ask for direction from Almighty God. The Bible says there in Matthew 7, 7, ask and what? It'll be given you. Seek and what? Oh, you'll find. Knock and what? There it is. The door will be open unto you. Do you believe God's word? And don't feel as though God is too busy for you, or he has more important things to do, or he has more important people to tend to than you. When you are a child of God, God always has time for you. Let me repeat that. When you're a child of God, he always has time for you. Know that the Christian walk is blessed. The Lord watches over the way of the righteous, it says in, in Psalm 1-6. And my friend, if you're not a Christian, and that's a possibility, so many people who are unsaved listen to Christian radio. I didn't know that. As, as many as 33% sometimes. So if you're not a Christian, I would encourage you to pray to God, confessing your sin, placing your faith in Almighty God, the crucified one, the risen Lord Jesus, and begin your Christian walk and, and have the assurance that you have eternal life. If you've listened to this station very long at all, then you know our story, how we were riding high in the ways of the world as a rock disc jockey at WNAP Indianapolis, Indiana, 50,000-watt rock station. I thought this is the life. But there was such a hole in my life, such an emptiness that I could not fill. God got me out of Fort Wayne and all the trouble I would get into here. Got me down to Indianapolis where we were pretty much alone, my wife and I, trying to sort some things out as she was thinking about even leaving me at that time. I was bad. God met us there. A teenage boy, 16-year-old Kevin Mitchell, invited me to a little country independent Baptist church. I said, I'll go more for him than whatever was going to go on at that church. But did I get a surprise? God met me there in a special way. And he just, it was like getting pulled through a knothole backward. It was strange. Everything in the world came before my face in a couple of services there. And on that watch night service, New Year's Eve party at that Baptist church, what a message. The preacher just, he said, you need to do this. You need to trust Christ as Savior. And although the building was filled that night, there was only one guy that responded to the invitation. I believe that service was for me indeed. Yeah, they sang several stanzas of Just As I Am. Some of you know what that's all about. And finally, I just thought, could this be real? If this is real, if all of my wicked past could really somehow be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, who wouldn't want this? Yeah, I uh, I went down that aisle. A young man by the name of Rollin Smith, he was a Tennessee Temple student at the time. He took me to the pastor's office. We talked briefly. I had all kinds of questions about my long hair, my dress, my cussing, my cigarette smoking, my drinking, everything to get off target. Satan will do that right to the end. And he kept right on target, walking slowly and surely through the Romans road. And then that question came, do you want to do this? Would you like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Mr. Patton? Wow. Yeah, I, I do. I don't know what's happening here, but I can do this much. Yeah. 
What a glorious night that was, December 31st, 1973, in that pastor's office, I-74 Baptist Church in Acton, Indiana. When I cried out to God, asked him to forgive me of my sins, and I invited Jesus Christ into my life, coming up on 50 years. And this adventure has been fantastic. My friend, I would encourage you to do just that. Get saved today. This Christian walk, it's a good one. Keep your eyes on Jesus and follow his word. And that's it. Special edition of Hello World, the Christian walk, the path you are on. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. Have a great day.